Yes, indeed, powerful people. This is another episode of Breaking the Machine. I'm your host, Ahmad Deport, alongside my partner, Spank the Bank. Yo, 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 what up, though? And today we'll be taking an incremental step and shifting the culture. Now, how you doing, my G? Man, I'm doing good today, man. Blessing highly favor. Man, uh, I was just telling you, man, I was working on a project with my cousin, man. He got this uh, new business that he running and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I was working on that all night. Barely got some sleep, but I woke up. I'm like, man, we're going to put this together. Yes, sir. But I wanted to talk about... um. That Meek Mill situation, I had saw something on Twitter, and uh, he was tweeting about uh, Ithaca. I think that's how you pronounce it. It's like a clothing company. Yeah. And um, he actually partnered with them. So a lot of people was kind of really struck that he actually spoke out against them. But he was supposed to speak on in Clubhouse. I was on the Clubhouse, but I don't think he ever got to it after the crypto talk. Mm-hmm. Somebody in his team probably told him, like, hey, man, you probably shouldn't speak on that because you're still in deals with them. I don't know what happened, but he never spoke on it. But uh, in his tweets, he was saying that, he was um, a little upset because he was like, man, they, they little dogging us out here. Like, you know, I, I don't know if they're not cutting a check or they just not giving them respect, not giving them enough creative direction. But my question is, why do we keep falling in the cycle, you know, of being disappointed by companies like this? Uh, because we put too much hope in them. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, we just still under them right now. So uh, we're just going to keep getting disappointed until we go ahead and go grab our own. Mm. So... Hey, that's all, that's all I can say. I mean, but do you think, like, my question is, and I heard, uh, I think Sway, he was talking to Kanye West on uh, his show. He was asking him, like, why do we keep working for these companies? But I understand, and I think it's like what we talk about, it's like people not giving up the codes. Like, there's no reason every, you know, celebrity, every rapper who has influence out here shouldn't have their own clothing company, shouldn't be able to do this right. on their own. Like, Meek shouldn't even have to partner with a company no, like that. No, he shouldn't. Like, anybody will buy, you know, some Dream Chasers apparel or anything like that. What? But it's like, how do you move the units? How do you get the manufacturing right? How do you be out there? Because when I hear, um, uh, when I hear the Shark, when the people on Shark Tank talk about it, um, it's like it's way deeper than just creating a company and doing it like this. You See, know it comes with a mindset. Mm. Um, you have to work with someone. I think the best investment is working with somebody that has a business mind spec and understand the business, understand the numbers. So you can go out and market your brand. It's all a numbers game. It's all math. So I feel like we just be thinking because we have a face, we can promote or market anything we, we have. But if you don't have a system in play, that's what it goes back to, a system in play. Um, you can't really market yourself or you can't do things without asking you know, them for help. Mm. So... Um, he just got to go. I feel like Meek just had to invest in. Uh, he probably, yeah, I know he is investing in financial advisors, but someone that understands the numbers to the point he can dream tracers can be the number one draws out there. Mm. I just put it like that. Um, and it goes back so, so way back, you know, when we was, you know, in shackles. Mm. With that mentality still haven't left. We, sure. we still on the boss. <laughs> so it, but that it, plays a part. I think it's about convenience as well. You know what mm. I'm saying? Like, why be able to run a company? Because I feel like if Meek gonna create a company like that, he gotta be hands on, and you know he he a full time you know artist. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I mean he's an investor as well, entrepreneur and all these different things. But he's deep into his art right now. You know he's not like in the latter years of his career where he can just sit back and it's all 100 percent investing. So I feel like the reason he partnered with that company is because he like man, I could get a bag up off this. I can make some you know some moves and stuff. I feel like he could. I think people right work- now. Yeah, I feel like people see people work too hard. Well, I ain't gonna say that because people work too hard and they crap. But uh, why can't he just rest for six months and just invest? Mm. Yeah, it's a fact. Yeah, 
You know what I'm saying? Mm. I mean, but he has other artists under him. Yeah. Well, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, no, he got the these, people. You know what I'm saying? These guys, you know what I'm saying? Like a J. Cole, like uh, a Meek Mill, and, and, and a lot of these other guys that, that are young but have like people under their roster. Even if they not working, they got to help the other people work mm-hmm. because they got to help them eat. Like Rick Ross, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people salute Rick Ross because he was able to maintain his career while, yeah. you know, helping Meek Mill and while they lift off. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? He so, did, though. That, yeah. that, Ross Ross is definitely a boss. Well, mm-hmm. uh, entrepreneur, a uh, head guy. You know, mm-hmm. I don't want to say boss no more because we're going to talk about that later. Yeah. But, um, yeah, yeah, Ross Ross for sure. Ross for sure. For him to even do that, that's a blueprint people need to uh, follow as well. I mean, speak on that because we we was having this conversation the other day. You was mm. talking to a, a, a lady. Yeah, and she was uh, telling you why she doesn't like to be called ma'am. Yeah, so I was talking to a lady the other day on the phone, and uh, she basically cussed me out because I kept saying yes, ma'am. Mm. She's like, you know, why are you saying that? Mm. I ain't your master, I ain't your slave master. She said that's why you calling me that. Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. Mm. She said that's what we used to call people back in the day, and I'm like, dang. Now yeah. I think about it. Yes, madam. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? And now you think that's just respect. But yeah. she was like, no, that's don't call me that. I My- mean, I feel like it's res- I, like I was I was telling you, I feel like people get caught up with, you know, the minute details of a lot of different things. And they mm-hmm. can't, you know, respect the, the, the overarching, you know, the, the, the what, what gesture that you're trying to propose. You're trying mm-hmm. to show respect, but maybe it didn't come off the right way. Right. Like if you're dealing with somebody in the hood and they cussing in every other word. And it's like, dang, man, he disrespecting me because he cussed me. You know, right. you're an older person. It's like, nah, man, maybe he just wasn't taught right. Yeah. So for you to cut him down at his root, because this is how he raised, yeah. you got to build him up. So like, but yes, ma'am, yes, sir. I'm like, you know, I, I, I feel like it's just a, a term of endearment. Even if mm. maybe that's like you said, in Africa, we went, you know, we would call her, you know. Baba or mama. Yeah, Baba or mama instead yeah. of calling her ma'am. I mean, it's the same different construct, man. It's just different names. You know what I'm saying? I you know, I was thinking about this on the way here. I was like, because when, when she talked to me, and I even thought about boss. Boss came from slavery. Mm. Oh, here I go, boss. Boss come. Oh, y'all yeah. better get y'all. Hey, boss, boss. Yeah. And then you hear this. People always say, I want to be a boss. I want to be a boss. Mm. I feel like you being a boss is you being caught up. Hold on, how, how can I say it right? You're being a boss to your own self. Mm. When you say I'm a boss, you mean you you are a boss, but a boss to your own self. Mm. Because that's a fact. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like you're a boss. I'm a boss. I'm a boss. You're that's right. True. You're a boss to your own. Because you should only run yourself. You know what yeah. I'm saying. You should be worried about yourself. And I feel exactly what you're saying. Because boss usually has like a negative connotation. Like yeah. who are you to tell somebody else? What, I mean, I understand they working for your company. They working for your thing. But even if I'm working for you, you're not my boss. You're my partner. Mm. I pay your taxes, bro. Damn. I'm your yeah. partner, man. Yeah. I'm not, you're not, you're not my boss. And when, that's why when I go into these jobs now, or like when I was going into jobs, it's like, bro, you're not my boss. Hey, that's our manager. They be like, that's our boss. Bro, mm. that's not my boss. Bro, I'm his partner. Mm. I help him pay his taxes. Even if, even if I do leave, I helped him do a couple, couple taxes uh, write-offs. Mm. So, bro, when people be like, oh, I got a boss, I got a boss, man, you ain't my boss, bro. You my partner, bro. We partners. We partners right now. I signed a contract to work for you. And when I'm, while I'm working, I'm paying off your taxes and stuff. So we're partners. But people like to, I don't like that boss, that boss name. That's real, because I heard Dame Dad say the same thing mm. uh, when Charlemagne was questioning him on the Breakfast Club. He was like, man, I never had a boss. And he said basically the same thing. Like, you know, we was out here, they give me work, I flip it, and you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and 
I never thought they was my boss. I was, I, it was same. You know what I'm saying? A boss coming to another boss like, hey, man, you know what I'm saying? We basically partners at this point. That, bro, that's what it yeah. is. I mean, that's what business is. And that's what it, that's what it been since the beginning of the time. Mm. When you think about it, they used to trade salt for gold and all that. Oh, man, it's all we doing is partnerships. I mean, you think like the janitor or, or the person who's working at like a McDonald's, should they feel that same way? Yes. I feel like they should. Yes. Yeah. Yes, because you know, yeah. see, once you learn money, bro, and once you understand, I feel like I'm that's my this this for me, like even myself, like once I understood like money and everything, nobody really has control of you. Cause you, I, all right, yeah, I, I'll be your partner for three months, mm. sweeping floors and stuff. I don't like doing this. I won't do it no more. But back then, if I would have had the mindset I did, the days I was a janitor, cause I was a janitor before, mm. all that money that I used, I could have used that to put in something else to make me leave him. Earlier, you know what I'm saying. So I mean, you live and learn. You just got no to do with your money, bro. But you can be, you can be a millionaire in a in a year. Seriously, now I ain't gonna say a millionaire, but you make six fi figures in a year. It's just what you do with your money. Like money really comes and go. It's just what you do with it. But I swear to God, I can be a bum for five years or ten years, bro. I can find one job, live under my means with the, or just do what I gotta do. Boom, find the right investment. All right, now that my money is working for me. Mm. Bro, it's opportunity every day. You know what's crazy? My grandpa used to tell me that all the time. He'd be like, never let the person you're working for know that you're a boss. Yeah. Because if somebody knows that they got a boss working for them, they know they only a certain level, a certain come up away from doing their own thing. Yeah. He was like, man, because I would come in the job and I would be like, he would, you know, my bosses or, or the people I work for would ask me like, hey, man, so so what you plan on doing with your future? You know what I'm saying? I'm in college and different things like that. And I'd be like, man, I'm going to do this, this, this and that. I already got this company. I'm, I'm managing this company, this company, this mm. company. It's just not bringing in income. But once it gets the income and then it would it it, it changed their face. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. He's I got this guy, you know what I'm saying? He not in it for the long haul because when you work in these jobs, you know what I'm saying? They try to they try to get you to buy in into the vision. Like mm. any place I ever worked at, they be like, "Hey, we got to sell this much, we got to sell that much." But if I sell that much, my pay's not going, going up. up at all. I said they pay you to be motivated. I'm not paid to be get motivated. You're trying to motivate me, you know what I'm saying? But you not paying to motivate me. There's no bonuses. There's no uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh uh different incentives in order Money to don't pay. drive performance. Mm. Passion does. Money don't drive performance. I mean, trust me, bro. I was working at a comp at a uh, when I once I graduated from college, I worked at Enterprise, and I ain't, I was making good money. You know, they told you you was making 50,000 50, a year. Mm. Out, you know, coming out the gate, and everybody's like, man, that's a lot of money. Mm. Bro, I was not passionate at all mm. in that job. It was just days like, why I'm in here. You know, it it doesn't it, money money don't drive me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You know, it it just don't. That's it, it just don't. I'm, yeah, I mean, that's real because I've been like, why? Because I, I ain't worked a job in like a year. And it's like I lost out on more money working my, for my own business than, you know what I'm saying, if I would have just worked a nine to five, I would have had hella money. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? But it's like I'd rather sacrifice the money in order to live freely. Like I said, entrepreneurs don't have, always have all the money. It's they not don't. about the money, but they got the time. They got the time. I said, that's what I value. I value my time. Yeah, you know I'm learning that now. I ain't gonna my homeboys, you know what I mean, man? He's got me the other day about that. Like, bro, you working all these jobs. You know, I ain't understand at the time. I didn't. You know, I was trying to help feed my family. You know, when you're oldest of 10, it's something different. You have a different mm -hmm. mindset when you're kicking with somebody that's, you know, you got friends that they're the youngest sibling, the middle sibling. My nine out of ten, I'm the oldest out of all my friends. Even though they probably the oldest, but they probably it's already probably two or three. But it's nine under me. So my mindset is different. I feel like I gotta work all these jobs. But now it's like, 
no, I got to worry about myself first. You know, I got to fill my cup up first. You know, then. So now, like you said, time is everything, bro. You get time to think to yourself, time to reflect, mm. um, time to love yourself. You know, <clears throat> excuse me, but time is everything, man. I, and I value it so much now than I ever did. Uh, and, and, and that's something that I was just like, man, that's that's why I sacrificed it all. You know what I'm saying? I sacrificed that money. And we talked the other day, and that's what you were saying. You was like, man, money don't fuel, fuel performance. It's the passion. And I was mm. like, man, I don't know, man. The money kind of, you know, it kind of. Think about this. But that's real, though. Look at me. All right, Meek Mill, I don't know. You follow Meek Mill on Instagram, right? Yeah. I wanted to comment under this, like, Meek Mill posted a video of him rapping mm. on the streets. Yeah, I seen that, yep. Bro, that's passion. Mm. That's passion, bro. Mm. You rapping on the streets. Just rapping. Yeah, he, he, I know he not getting paid at that time. Mm. It's just he had the opportunity to get paid. Mm. You know what I'm saying? One, I remember watching the documentary. You no, know, he just had the opportunity. Yo, bro, we got the studio time. Come on in and rap. That was his passion. Rapping was his passion. Mm. So when I see things like that, that's passion. Like Steph Curry. Stand in the gym extra. That's passion. All that's passion. Yeah, they got the money, mm. but their passion is basketball. And people got when people start seeing that, like, man, okay, yeah, it ain't about the money. And I saw he was like, he made a post. I don't know if it was recent or maybe like a couple months ago, but he was like, I want to get that that same passion again when mm. I had the nappy braids and I was on the block. You know what I'm saying? It's, Freestyling. It's, he was like, that's the meek I want to be. You know what I'm saying? I was like, Damn. Because sometimes that money can yeah can take away the passion, yeah. take away the old vision, yeah. and it, it's like why I'm doing. He probably at the stage like why am I even rapping right now? Because mm. bro, this social media where all that oh, it's too much chaos in the world, you and you lose your passion trying to please people. I, I know that you know. It's funny, and and it's exactly what I was telling you uh, on the last episode. I was saying artists get that way, and different business people get that way when they when they business becomes bigger than them. Mm. In the beginning, they are the business. Mm-hmm. But it's like Meek and his brand, like you see him, you know, he's networking with billionaires and he out on the islands, he's talking, making different business moves. He like, man, I don't even need to rap anymore. I'm making more money just networking and doing investments than I am in this rap. My business is bigger than me now. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, my my brand is bigger than me. I can connect with people that my, my, my music is never going to connect me with. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, it's bigger than that. But I feel like the music is how he connects to the culture. And, yeah. and you need that in order to stay culturally relevant, in order to be that icon. Yeah, you know not even that he, bro, he got music for the soul, bro. Mm-hmm. I mean, me, if you listen to his last album, his championships, wins and losses, to me, probably his best work. Mm-hmm. You know, you hear you hear the pain, you hear the struggles. You hear, like, like I said, wins and losses, probably my favorite Meek album because it's wins and losses. He took the wins. He said them losses, you know, they didn't, they didn't, they didn't make us, you know, no less. Mm. We still overcome them and came with wins, and then he came with championships. Mm. I just, he, he dropped championships after he got out of jail, taking that L from Drake, all that, bro. He he overcame that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes it's nothing like being in that bag as an mm. underdog. I wanted to speak on uh the Kyrie situation mm. while we talking about you know money and you know ownership and time. Um, a lot of people have been criticizing Kyrie because it seems like he's, you know, he's anti woke. the establishment. Yeah, he real woke, man, from from what I'm seeing and, and and from some interviews that I've seen and people speaking on him. They're like, man, he's been woke for a while, but now he's actually um, starting to just embrace it when he uh, – I think it really happened. That's when, when you become the strongest, bro. When he embraced that – when he embraced his tribe, you know, his Indian tribe. Once, bro, that's why I said education brings confidence. Mm. Education brings confidence. Once you know who you are – and study this for a while, it brings confidence. Mm. Kyrie is so confident about 
his history or his journey that you can't tell him nothing. Mm. And that's where he's at right now. And it's going to make people not like him, yeah. uncomfortable, not like him. Oh, he this. And he, of course, the media is going to destroy him. That's what they. That's what that's. That's their job yeah. to destroy the media. So of course they're going to destroy Kyrie. Oh, he can't work in the locker room. He can't do this. You know, man, that man is confident. He knows we don't need. He knows he don't need this. He knows it's bigger than this. Mm. And a lot of people ain't gonna like that. I mean, it's funny, man, because he never like, turned. Like you said, the the education and the knowledge of who you are is deep, man. Because I was having a conversation with my mom, and she was telling me that she was like, uh, I was telling her like, man, one of the biggest things that helped me get through college and high school is just the fact that I was brought up believing and knowing that I'm a god. Mm. And it sounds crazy, but when you brought up that way, it's like I can't like I didn't even study. For my SAT, and I got the third highest grade in the whole school. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And I didn't study. And there's other people studying. You know what I'm saying? Some people can do that. Some people can't. But I was just telling her the only thing I was thinking before the test is, I'm a god. I can do this. Mm. You know? The brothers and sisters used to always tell me like everything in the books is already in your mind. You're mm. not reading something mm. for the first time. You just remembering it. You just unlocking it. You know what I'm saying? Nothing is new under the sun. I can so, see that. So when I was seeing it, I was like, man. I could ace this test. I could ace this ACT, SAT, whatever test is on here because it's already in my head. I'm a god. I'm going to manifest that. Plus, all the information on this test was given to me at one point in time, in real time. So all I have to do is unlock that inner God in me in order to manifest that on the test. So I never really had to study like that. To this day, I don't have to study like that. That's why people be like, how do you do this or how do you do that and balance college at the same time? It's because it's like... Opening. Yo, man, it's like you told me yesterday. No, you say you say you see me involved. I see what you're talking about. Mm. It's involving that God discipline. Mm. That's really what it is. It's just zoning out, bro. Mm. You can zone out for five minutes and you are a different person. Mm. If you just zone out all the noise, zone out all your mistakes, mm. and just focus on the path. You know, it's a, it's straight, it's narrow. Mm. So like for you to even, I commend you for that. You know what I'm saying? That's that's dope to be honest. For you to even have that mindset, and like I said, I can just imagine how your children are going to be, you know, with, with the mindset you have. So that's why I'm like, I, I study for that. I ain't, I ain't study for ACT, but uh, I got a 15. Yeah. I still got a college degree, though, and I'm working on my master's now. But uh, even with that, I feel like that's God mentality, just mm. believing in this going. Mm. Bro, I'm, I'm not even going to sit there. I don't know how I'm in my master's program right now. I don't know how. I mean, I got a scholarship. Like, I just feel like it was just me being a good person and letting my energy just go out there. Mm. Just bringing good energy out there, trying my best, going up there every day. Yo, how can I get in this? Asking questions. You know, that's God, man. You really just preach your own life. You preach your own, you know, success and, you know, destiny. That's how I feel. Uh, so the next thing I wanted to get to, uh, the next segment, Footprints in the Sand. Mm -hmm. And uh, the question of the day was, how do you overcome social anxiety? Like, I think that's one of the hardest things for a lot of people. Because in me and you... We spoke on this last episode, and you was like, marketing is key. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you was like, marketing is everything. It's like one of the, the biggest industries, like, biggest field, hands <laughs> yeah. down. And I was like, dang, I never thought about that. But yeah. a lot of times, people have great ideas. They have a lot of different ideas and different things that they want to express, but they don't know how to express them because they don't know how to get in front of people and just turn that machine Same on. Way. You know what I'm yeah. saying? They don't know how to turn it on. So it's just because of social anxiety. It's like, 
if you're chilling in the crib with the homies, you can really, you know what I'm saying, articulate something. But when you're in the boardroom, it's like, dang. Or when you're around some people that you've never been around, you don't know how to turn that machine on. How do you turn that machine on? Marketing. I mean, so I feel like some things you, I ain't going to say you have to take school for it, but practice. Mm. Um, be with somebody that understands it. Go to somebody that does that understands marketing, how to market. How do I promote this or get this to someone? How do I deliver it? They show you a way, and you go home and practice. Mm. I mean, that's the only way I can really think of. I mean, because I have, I have a lot of ideas too, but sometimes I do not know how to fully market it to the right people. I mean, that's really I gotta learn. I gotta sell it. That's why I said marketing is the biggest thing because everything you're doing, you're selling and marketing, mm. marketing it. So I don't know how to you know sell it. There's probably some couple salesmen that you know go to a salesman, car salesman. He probably See, tell you. We speaking on the people that are in the middle mm-hmm. because. What I've starting to learn, especially when I listen to a lot of these interviews by artists and different things like that, people who come from the bottom and made it to the top, they be like, man, so why did you start getting in the studio? Why did you start doing it? I'm like, man, I ain't had nothing to lose. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Why not? Because I was already at the bottom. I ain't had nothing to lose. The people at the bottom and the people at the top who got everything to gain and people who got nothing to lose, they mm. the ones who don't worry with social anxiety. And that's why I'm The ones in the middle is the ones that struggle with that. Yeah. Because they got a little bit to gain and a lot of bit to lose. And it's like, man, I don't know how to navigate it. But the one at the bottom, a lot of brothers at the bottom, every time I meet them, they be stand up guys. They they stand up with their chest out because they, they ain't got nothing to lose. They like, man, this is the this is the thing that you have to do and what I always do. I'll be like, man, if I go in the room and I bomb, you know what I'm saying, and it just fails. What's the worst that's going to happen? The ones that's already at the bottom, they done failed so many times. It's like when it's time for them to perform, they already know what the result of a failure is, so they ain't scared of it no more. The ones who already succeeded, their life is a success, so they don't care about failure. Their life is a success. The ones in the middle, it's like make or break time. This is the moment where I'm either going to be a failure or I'm going to be a success. So that's the one. That's, those are the people that really have that, you know what I'm saying, that, that teeter in the fence on I just that. think you just talked to Everyone that's in the middle, because I feel like I'm definitely in the middle. Um, mm. And then just listening to you, it really don't say, if I go in, hey, if I fail, I'm, okay, mm. get back up, try again. If mm. I succeed, good, but I got to succeed again. Mm. You know? So I'm learning now to to accept everything. Mm. That's what that's what it's coming down to. Just accept everything, man. You got to accept Just accept it. Just accept mindset. it. Mindset. Exactly yeah. what you just said. It's the mindset. You like because the people in the middle they don't know how to adapt that mindset. It's so yeah. easy to adapt that mindset. It when, is though when you're seeing different things, man. That's one of the things that when we was talking and you was like, man, I ain't even go to college tours like that. That's one of the the biggest things that impact the youth. Forget college tours, just seeing something magnificent. Like you know what I'm saying when you yeah. go into a museum and it's big and you're like, man, mm-hmm. when is this created? It was created like 400 years ago. Yeah, I went to one college. You know what I'm saying? Uh, tour. Just one school. In but it's important for them to see that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because it expands their brain. It expands their mind. It's like, it did. I can't lose, man. There's so much out here to get. You know what I'm saying? Why would I not jump out here and, and risk failure in order to get that? You know what I'm saying? I want to move right now. I want to you know, go yeah. down south because I've been down there. I just know it's something more than here. Mm. You know, I, well, maybe, like I said, I went off to college too. So it's I know it's something more than Detroit, man. You know what I'm saying? I just know it's more out there. So it's like, why not? What else do I have to lose? And if I fail, I come back. Or I probably don't come back. I probably fig- well, you gonna figure it out, man. I feel like failure is not until you I ain't no until you dead. Shit. Man, one of the hardest things, man, is when you go in the hood, man, and I I know you didn't dealt with it too. Uh-huh. You talk to the young guy in the hood and he like, man, 
his dreams is so minute. Like he just like, man, I just want to get a small house right there. And not saying that that's not good because success is different for different people. Mm-hmm. But they ain't even been outside of their city. And that's the problem. They ain't even been outside of their city. That's the man. problem. A lot of people. It ain't got to be people, people, people from the hood. It could be mm-hmm. people, good people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That just never been out. It's like never been out the city, bro. Never been out the hood. Never went to go do anything. You know? Um, fear stop a lot of things. Or not even fear. A push. Mm. Some people need that push. You know, my father pushed me. So I, I had to, I have a lot to thank him, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't I really man, my father pushed me, bro. I ain't gonna he pushed me every to to play football, basketball, to go to school. He pushed me. He mm-hmm. just kept pushing me. You know, it was days we were bump head, I get irritated. But as the more I get older, it's just he pushed me. And um uh, and I'm gonna do this I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say I'm gonna do the same thing to my son, but I'm gonna do a little different. Mm-hmm. But you know, just push him. You know, sometimes you need that extra push or that support, bro. Mm. Support. Support can go a long way, man. When you ain't got no support, it crush your pride. It crush your mm. soul, bro. You be like, Why, man, what the fuck? You know what mm. I'm saying? Why? Damn. You know, now you just feel just feel out of it. You know what I'm saying? So, but support, is a, support can go a long way. That's real, man. I think a lot of people don't know. I think a, a lot of people will support and, and they want to see people successful. As long as they don't get successful for them, I think that's the hardest. That's I think the that's, fucked up thing. A lot of that's people. That's the hardest part. You probably ain't for a lot, lot of people. It's probably niggas around you that is waiting for you to blow. Mm. Probably don't even know it. Mm. Probably don't even know it. Niggas is just just around because when you blow, they feel like they gonna come with you. Mm. No nigga. Nah, that's real. No nigga. And that's that's, that's that. That's that wrong. I ain't gonna lie. That's the that's that's fuck up the hood too. Mm. Niggas be like, oh, when he make it. Yeah, man, yeah, bro, you was down. You helped me with a couple fights and shit. Nigga, I don't owe you shit, bro. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Niggas be looking, think you owe them, bro. Only because we grew up, we day ones and shit, bro. No. You know what I'm saying? That's the, And I feel like the hood, that definitely come from the hood to me. I don't know. I could be wrong. I feel like, you know, you got, you know, because, you know, the hood is so much of a family. Mm. It's, it's a family. The hood, the hood is a family, bro. That shit is a family. It's a family. You got cousins. You got... You probably beefing with these niggas, but they really your cousins. Some cousins you beefing when you don't like them, you gonna fight them or kill them, whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's it's real. It's a real life family, but at the same time, you can't even bring your whole family. So I can't bring the whole hood. I wish I could bring all you niggas, man. Sometimes I can't. Sometimes I gotta, I gotta worry about me first. Then come grab, come grab y'all ass. You know, if I could do that, that's it. I feel like all, all somebody owe another person is loyalty. You know what I'm saying? If they day ones, I owe you loyalty. Boy. But but what's loyalty? How? And what's loyalty? It's like if you got a problem, I'll help to the best of my ability. But it's like what 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 I created and what's mine, if you didn't have a part in that, that means at a certain point you wasn't really being loyal to my vision. You know what I'm saying? You wasn't participating in my vision what I was creating. But how so, that but how does but how does that make me a bad friend though? No, I don't that that's what I'm saying. It doesn't oh. make it doesn't make somebody a bad friend, mm. but I'm saying at the when you building something, you know what I'm saying? Like you building a media company or whatever you building, you building a marketing company, you building a clothing brand. If you got loyal friends that's always been loyal with life, you know what I'm saying? Then I'm gonna be loyal to you with life. Mm. But if you never been loyal to my business, if you didn't help me establish my business, if you didn't help, you know what I'm saying, get it out the mud and you knew I was I had a vision. 
Mm. And you knew it was something, but you didn't help me. You wasn't loyal to my business. Then my business is a completely different thing separate from me. Mm. That's why I said people got to separate the business from the person. Mm. My business is not loyal to you. I'm mm. loyal to you. So you expect me to take money out of my business to help you out. Mm. You know what I'm saying? See, a lot of people don't. Damn. That's, 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 you know what I'm saying? My business don't owe you anything. I ain't going to lie. Because you weren't loyal to the business. I'm more loyal to, to your life than your business. Mm. I'm being honest. Like, the more as I... Because I, I, I'm trying to get my own shit going. So, or it's just, man, I just better be loyal to your life, not to your business. I don't want to get off in that. Cause it's something simple as support, just like you said. It's not even like you got to put some money in there. You got to move boxes around. Or buy something. But when I come in there, and like you said, when you bounce ideas and marketing, mm. hey, like, I got this idea. Mm. Listen to the idea, man. Tell somebody they're going to be something. Tell, yeah. Give them that energy, man. When mm. they need positive energy, give them that energy. You yeah. Ain't, I, ain't go, I fucked up once before. My homie came to me on some shit, and I gave him negative energy. Mm-hmm. Didn't mean to, really didn't mean to. It wasn't my intentions, but now I see like going through that now. Like damn, I see what you mean. Cause I ain't. I, 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 sometimes I feel like I am selfish. Mm. Shit, I, I just be loyal to you, bro. I don't want to be mm. loyal to everybody's business. Mm. It's just because business is a dirty game. Sometimes you don't believe in the business, man. And that's no, I ain't even that. It just nigga, just bro, just. I feel like I feel like one of the hardest things to do is get between. A person in a business or a yeah, dream. Like I didn't have people. I, man, I got people now. You know what I'm saying? They got a business, but it just needs a little tweak. Hmm. But you so, you so dead set on a vision that is not was not created in your perfect mindset or is not perfect. You need to you need to edit some things. You need to revise some things. And it's like, man, I can help you revise it. Like you know what I'm saying? If you the marketing spe- marketing specialist or you the illustrator and the illustration is off, it's like, man, my specialty is illustration, man. I can help you revise that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I can help you revise that logo. But you so dead set on that logo, you know what I'm saying? You you're not willing to revise it mm-hmm. in order to make it better. And that's one of the hardest things. And that's where people separate. You know what I'm saying? They support. They like, man, he won't even let me get my input on it. And I understand everybody got dreams, but it's like, just let them come to you. Yeah. I let people, man, come to, when they come to me with something, I do the best of my ability. But I learned not to, man, hey, bro, you should fix that. I'm not doing that shit no more. Mm. I mean, if you come to me about it, ask me about it, then I'll say my, my opinion. But because now me coming to you saying that, now I'm all in your business. Now I'm in your, now I'm loyal, now I'm all in your business, plus I'm already in your life. It's like, bro, I don't want to deal with none of that. Yeah, see, but this is my thing. If you want somebody's support, you got to at least get their input. Yeah, you don't. You might not even need to act on the input, but you got to get the input if you want these. That's why like, I said, come to me. I, like they come to me. Exactly. Let's you know say they want you got a hundred thousand, two hundred, three hundred thousand followers, and they want you to put up their rap video. I do that. It, but but what if the rap video is trash on all levels? Mm. It's like man. You got to consult with me before mm. you get my support. I will support you, but I got to get my input first because now it's in my realm. Now it's a part of me. Now mm. it represents where my mind's at by me promoting. And like I said, me and my man, <laughs> me and my man was talking about this the other day. Like, it was some, like how we be on some fake shit. Mm. Our niggas just repost weak-ass songs on the net. And you know that shit be weak and y'all repost it, but won't tell your mans, bro, that shit garbage. Mm. And that's, why, that's what I'm saying. I think that's what... You know, hinders a lot of people from taking their stuff to the next level and actually blowing up because the music was whack from the beginning. Like, I know artists that put songs that, I ain't going to say they whack, but they just not connecting. It's like, who is this connecting with? You know what I'm saying? It's well, connecting yeah. with you. Connected with your, your own minds. You know what I'm saying? That's why I say you have to be you have to be able to relate to people. Mm. People that are successful can relate. Mm. They can relate. They can relate. Like, 
Well, back to Meek Mills. The reason why his music music is so powerful. He got why a lot put of it out if you don't want people to relate? Just keep it to yourself. You know what I'm saying? But they think they probably do relate. But mm. nigga, you ain't saying a message that everybody can relate to. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's just dreams and nightmares. Niggas can relate to that shit. Mm. I used to pray for times like this, to grind like this, to rock. Niggas can relate to that. Mm. Niggas can relate to Hove because mm. people so dope. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Also, it's just people can relate to Drake. Mm. It's just Chris Brown. It's just something. It's people that are prophets or preachers, whatever. The reason why they're at that level because people can relate to them. Mm. Like G Herbo. I mean, I can relate to that he nigga. Shout out G Herbo, man. He the truth. Bro, for real, bro. You, it's like the older, the older I'm getting. Like you know, we're the same age, but even his last PTSD, bro. That mm. album, nigga, that shit was so relatable. That's why it was so hard. Mm. That's why I put him over the hump. Mm. He's talking about he's not scared to express what he's been through. Mm. And once you do that and, and wear your scars, you'll be fine, bro. You know mm. what I'm saying? So you got to be relatable, bro. If you if your message not relatable, mm. niggas ain't gonna listen to it, and that just facts. Mm. I want to get into the next segment. Mm-hmm. It's called some stats for your ass. Oh yeah. So we've been doing uh breaking out some uh different things that's been going on in the news. I had seen this Wall Street article and uh it was talking about um how retail sales have went down 0.7% just last month and this is like the third consecutive month that sales have went down. And you know, and that includes restaurants, uh includes stores and online sales. And I think the whole purpose of the stimulus check and the whole purpose of uh, giving out this money to the people was in order to boost sales, in order to boost the economy. But it seems like nothing is helping at this point. And I think it's either because the the funding is not enough or people just out here wilding with the money. But whatever it is, it's not maintaining the economy. Do you think the economy is going to be able to recoup itself after all this goes away or and? How do people need to adjust their spending habits? Like, what do people need to do in order to... The economy never recruited it from 08. Mm. It never recruited it. Mm. It's just going to stay in debt. Mm. Now it's up to you. Mm. If you're going to stay in debt. Mm. That motherfucker ain't going to never... Man, that shit ain't going to never get right. They too in debt with everybody. With everybody. <laughs> right now, only thing they doing is giving all this money so they get rid of all that cash. Mm. Nigga, we about to go cashless. But you can do this uh, on the phone. You know mm. what I'm saying? Man, money, man, cash gone. Paperless money is out of here. That's what Nick Cannon was saying. He said America is just an ATM. Everybody come here and get their bag. But I think I think that's that's the real problem. A lot of people worried about maintaining the infrastructure, maintaining this, maintaining that. When everybody else here, just like you just said, they like, man, I don't care who what infrastructure is in debt. I ain't finna be in debt. I'm finna get mine. I'm finna do what I got to do. Bro, that's, bro, that's from the Arabs. Everybody come over here and fucking do, bro. Mm. They probably work for a year or two mm. in a job and put their money to or something. Now they got their own gas station. Mm. That's why I said, bro, you can be a bum for 10 years, but once you get the knowledge, the knowledge of how money works and how the knowledge of a business, just business in general, bro, you it'll change just like Walker Flocker said he don't call them bums. He just said it's a, it's a, it's a person yeah. on their downtime. Yeah, it's a person on their downtime because I don't call them yeah. bums either because I hate, I really hate home. Like, I really wish, mm. I just, I hate my homeless people come up to me because I be feeling so bad. I be like, bro. Damn, because I could be right where you at. Mm. I'm not no far from you. Mm. Even if I'm successful, I'm not no far from you. you exactly. Yeah. It's just, man, I wish that we had at least more homeless shelters. God mm. damn, why are so many on the street? Mm. They at least go sleep somewhere at night? Mm. You know, it, it, it don't make no sense. You know, we're not, we're not helping. 
People are too greedy right now. We're all greedy. Mm. Ain't helping at all, bro. It should be more shit out here free. Have people come sleep in. Like, we really care about God. You know what I'm saying? We say this and say this, bro. It's too much going on. I be thinking that, man. And I don't want to count nobody's pockets, but when we hear these new stats, like, man, Jeff Bezos, the richest person in the mm-hmm. world, or Bill Gates, he's been, he been rich for, you know, ages. It's like, what what would make you not question somebody's intention when they got enough money to feed, like, so many people? And it's like, they don't, like, how could you still look at that person as a solid person? You know what I'm saying? I mean... It's still solid because they work for it. They do work for it. You know, it's. It, I mean, it's not their. Yeah, it's not, it's not. It's not their responsibility. But I feel like it's just basic. Decency. It's not the white man's responsibility. That's a fact. That's you know, a fact. We know what their responsibility is. No, you know, no shade. You know, that, I ain't racist that, or nothing. But that's a fact. Them niggas don't care, bro. It's like, yeah, we 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 do gotta protect our own, and I, and I I do understand. And they that. do that. And they do that. Yeah, we don't. That's why niggas in the hood. Want a small ass house? Ain't no fucking resources around there, bro. That's funny because I forgot who said this. I heard I heard some minister say this. I forgot, I don't know who said this, but they said you ever seen a homeless agent? And I was like, Nah, I ain't never seen a homeless nah, agent. I haven't. And it's exactly what you just said. I pro- it's like they look out for their people. You ain't never seen a homeless. And if it's somebody agent. white homeless, that's that's on them. I you feel what I'm saying? Them, but that's down on them because the the infrastructure was built for you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for real. It was built for you, so it, it, I don't know what happened along the way of you being gifted all these different things, but shit, you know what I'm saying? The system still work. Pick yourself up, shave, shave yourself off, go on the job, and it'll saying. still work again. You press it, you rev it up, and it'll oh. be working again. Me, I'm, I got the suit on. I just came from college. I'm ready, and it still ain't working. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to rev that machine. Nigga, I've been out of school for two years. I got, mm. I had to go get another. Mm. Go get another degree just to mm. come on, bro. Take it to that next level. But I mean, I, I kind of wanted to get a master's too, man. Just go ahead, you know though. I ain't gonna. I do want. It is. I do like learning. I just. I mean, I also got to think like the white man a little bit. Shit, get a master's and fuck it up. The business, yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'm, get more money. Thomas says study study him in business. Yeah, so you know, fuck him up. So I, I know I get me a master's by the end of this year, man. The next ten years, bro, I'm gonna be straight. Mm. I put it like that, you know, just. Just trying to learn how to take my time. But, like, it really goes back to, bro, I can't be scared of losing, you know, mm. of uh, failure, bro. You know? Mm. even I ain't got shit to lose. Even if I don't get it this time, I got to go. I got still got another chance to get it. Mm. It's my shit. It's my time. Mm. You know, so. The next article it, uh, that I had saw, I saw another article. And uh, it was talking about how the Federal Aviation Administration just approved the first fully automated commercial drone flights. And this is interesting to me because I had saw I've been investing in some drone mm-hmm. uh, stocks as well, and they all went up, like all the drone stocks. And I, I didn't even understand this until I was researching for the for the podcast. Mm-hmm. I was like, that makes sense. They just passed this uh, for the uh, first fully automated drone uh, in commercial, so they want to use it for agriculture, mining, transportation, and certain areas of manufacturing. It's a spy. So I'm I'm, I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> my question is, how do people and that is another question I wanted to raise, but I didn't want to go too deep into it's that. It's a spy. I, but that, I didn't want to go too deep into that, but that is also another thing. That's another reason why people can't fly drones all over the place because you could follow somebody. You could follow a celebrity home. You could follow somebody home with a drone. So that's why there's a lot of limits on different things. But my question is, how do people, do people really know what this means for like the future of industries? and what this Privacy is gone. Mm. It's gone. It's gone. Mm. 
privacy is gone, bro. I don't know. You ever watched Enemy of the State with Will Smith? I think I might have. I don't really remember. Man, all them cameras that was everywhere, man. Mm. Bro, privacy is gone, man. Mm. Make me think about the movie Eagle Eye with Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, bro. It's gone, bro. It's 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 gone. Mm. It's gone. Um it's dope though. You know, they keep, you know, creating all this stuff, but man, shit gone. God damn. I feel like when you get in the car, oh, this is gonna be reading your face, telling you where you at, bro. Man, AI is not playing. Yeah. Artificial intelligence is not playing. Do you think it'll make people better? Like, no. you know, act better, or do you just think it'll reveal the worst? Because do you think Both. these things are really, like, you know, shift you, people's behavior? Bro, this is just my theory. I'm looking to the camera. This is my theory. I feel like when all the humans are gone, the world's still going to be ran. It's going to be ran by robots. Mm. They're picking up all our intelligence, all our emotions. Yeah. They're going to be able to really go against us, bro. I don't think that'll ever happen. Why not? Just because I'm a religious person, that's why I say. Well, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm a religious person, but also, if I, I understand, didn't, if I didn't believe, if I wasn't a religious person like I am, I could see that happen. I could definitely see that happen. Okay, like that's like an inevitability if I wasn't a religious person. It's just, it, it's possible. Mm. I mean, think about this: we're religious people, but motherfuckers didn't think cars would be here. Mm. We didn't think this shit would be here. We were listening people, though. We didn't think we can be able to talk this like this from miles away. Mm. That's what I'm saying, bro. But you, but you talking about manifestation, and then you talking about the insurgents. And insurgents and mm -hmm. manifestation are two different things. Yeah, but... Like, manifestation is when you create something. Right. The insurgents is when your creation controls you. Why can't... It's already doing that. But it's all it's all programs... That are controlled by humans at this point. Is it? I mean, you got some fully automated things. Like some of them bitches, bro. Your junk was just tripping on out yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if my phone be doing that, man. It be listening to my conversation. Man. Even when I don't even say, I don't bro, even say. You know it's just like this, bro. I got a service. Like, bro, bro, it's, it's service for business. When you don't, all you have to do is type in something mm. and set a schedule. And it's going to work itself. To go out and send calls or send text messages. Mm. You don't even have to be there no more. Mm. You scheduled it. You think it's not going to learn how to do it just by you, your brain sometimes? Bro, bro this technology shit getting, getting scary, bro. And I ain't going to say it's getting scary. I'm kind of fascinated with it in a way. Mm. But it's just, I, I like I said, I don't want consume, like, to consume me. Mm. I definitely see where it's going. I mean, I, do you feel like people should learn to code and learn how to use these machines? And yeah, is that the way? I got a homeboy, Drake, on that. Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like that's the only way people are not going to be able to maintain their jobs and be able to maintain their living. But I also want to just speak on whether it would change people's behavior. Because I, I heard, I was watching an interview by uh, this rapper. I think it's an Oakland uh, rapper, X-Rated. He was talking about, um, on No Jumper Podcast, he was like, the cameras changed everything. Mm. He said, we were so used to selling dope on the block and, and shooting off the guns and doing whatever we was doing. And they put up the cameras and we didn't we didn't change. We didn't feel like nothing was different. It was like, we doing our thing. And he said, that's why so many people got caught in the beginning because we didn't adjust. And I feel like it's exactly what you're saying. It's like, when these different things is like, they in your crib and they, you know what I'm saying, they recording you at all times and different things. It's just going to expose the negativity. People are not going to change their ways. It's just going, they're going to get caught up in it. I ain't going to stop doing what I'm doing. Ready. I ain't going to stop what I'm doing in the bedroom. 
Uncle that TV is watching me. I'm gonna tear that ass up. But no, like even that, bro. I, I, I probably don't even want no TV in my room. Mm. Seriously, as you know, as a yeah, new t- technology. TV, you know, mm. is a lot of that stuff you don't really need, man. Mm. You know, man. I call it the Matrix, bro. You ever watch the Matrix? For sure, all of them. God damn, I think the first one was the best one. Man, I love the Matrix, man. I love it. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it's literally like a documentary, bro. It is, but the first one, it really, I feel like yeah. we in the first phase still. Mm. We ain't even hit two or three yet. Hell no. No. Because remember. We still th- trying to break out. Yeah, because Neo did. Yeah. Remember, he be, he understood he was the one. So mm. I really feel like we're still in, sta- in phase one of the Matrix. Mm. We never got to two or three because a lot of us don't understand that we're the one. Mm. And that's everybody. Now, I'm not talking about race. Gender. That's everyone. You have the control. He's starting to believe. Mm. I love that part about Morpheus. He believes. <laughs> no, but that's real, though, man. Because it, it was so many different minute details in the whole movie. Like, when you when you conscious, everybody attack you. You man, know what I'm saying? Dog. Once, once, once uh, they realize that you woke, they attack you. You know what I'm saying? The machine starts attacking you. You know what I'm saying? Man, that, and it's crazy because it be your own people, man. It be the dude that just sat next to you. I felt the same thing when I went to high school. When I was in high mm. school, man, everybody loved me, man. But when they saw me really get on my conscious stuff, because I used to be on some rebellious stuff. You know what I'm saying? I was conscious, but I was rebellious. Mm-hmm. When I really got on my conscious tip, you know what I'm saying? Man, I saw so many, so many people fall for me because they was like, man. He woke, and they'll destroy you because they like, man, they they not ready for that phase. I saw that in the Matrix, bro. It's so many different things in the Matrix, mm. and, and the agents, which are really the bad guys, and they really enslaving everybody. People view them as the good guys. Mm-hmm. They view the people trying to break people out as the bad guys. Remember the guy that killed, uh, the guy that betrayed all of them. He was saying, mm. "I wanted to be uh, an actor in the next life. You know, mm. I want to be this. You know, it." Damn. He was selling himself. He was selling his soul. You know, that's what I'm saying. And even. When I have withdrawals or like my, I say my episodes, I had a couple episodes in my life. Um, I feel like that's me breaking mm. my old habits mm. or just old things, you know. And I just sometimes you miss them things. Like I said, I met, the other day, man, I miss being a hoe. Mm. I miss being, you know, but you can't keep doing that. Mm. You know, I have to grow up and um, you know live righteous in a way. So you 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 miss a lot of things and then you just break out of it. It's like it's like a withdrawal from weed or whatever you used to mm. be on. You know what I'm saying? That's all it is. And Neo threw up when he came out. You know, he started throwing up. Mm. And that was saying, Damn. that was, yeah. Damn, and that's I what like people go through. That, that's yeah, real. that's bro. That's I'm real. trying to tell you, bro. We are, Damn. a lot of people are still in phase one of the Matrix. Mm. We are still in phase one in the Matrix. I ain't, I love that movie. It's like, I probably watched that tonight. That's a fact. Because each time I watch, I see something different. I never thought about that. When he did break out the Matrix, he started throwing up. And he I always did. was wondering, like, damn, why is he throwing up? It's just because he was doing something that he never, never done. done before. You know and he was like, you know what I'm saying? He, he felt sick. Even in the Matrix, it's the scene on when they uh he's talking to the uh the lady or Morpheus, one of them. And they were looking at the TV. And then he showed them the real world. You saw how dark and dirty it was. Mm. Take your phone down for a second. Turn the radio off for a second. Turn your TV off for a second and just look at the world. Mm. Look at nature. She's crying. She is crying. Mm. Look at the people. You start riding around, you be like, damn. Because this shit make everything like it's nothing really going on. It's a chaos here and here. You know, it's a little riot here and there, but it's all good. Man, that show over last summer was, was traumatizing, bro. Mm. 
And you know what they're going to do? They're going to keep replaying it. Make it all sweet and stuff. Black lives matter. Rest in peace, George Floyd. Like, come on, bro. Y'all not even y'all making this shit a commercial. Get the fuck out of here, man. I was, man, I went to school for communications, bro. I know what the fuck y'all doing, man. Facts. You know what I'm saying? It's funny, it's funny that you say that, man, because it's like, that's exactly what happened this summer. It's like the phone wasn't ringing off. It was like everybody was in their house, so then we really got to see the world for what it was, and it was ugly as hell. Ugly as fuck, man. And the people who woke, we been seeing that it's ugly, but it's like, how can you really show them how ugly it is if everybody trapped in the machine? You know what I'm saying? Everybody man? trapped in that shit. Social distancing. Nigga, they training y'all now <laughs> to stay awake. Social yeah. distancing, bro. Mm. Nigga, they trapping you. They, they already programming shit in our heads. Social distancing. Mm. Niggas don't even peep that shit. Oh, stay away from me. Stay away from me. Nigga, I need you. Nigga, you need me, bro. We got to heal each other, bro. Mm. How the fuck? Social, social, stay away, stay away, stay away. They already programming you to be your, to be section off. They already doing it. They been doing it, bro. That's why I said, bro, ain't, bro, that slavery mentality. How they, how the motherfuckers think ain't never went nowhere, bro. Social distancing. I feel like social distancing isn't a bad thing in, in a way. I mean, just because I don't understand all the nuances of people getting sick and different things it, like that. Like I, that, you know, okay. People really getting sick out here. You know what I'm saying? Like I tell people, even people with the vaccine. If you take NyQuil, you might as well take the motherfucking vaccine. Damn. <laughs> if you take NyQuil, you might as well take the fucking vaccine, bro. Mm. I ain't going to take that shit. I don't know what's in that shit. Nigga, you don't know what's in NyQuil. You might as well take it. Nigga's so scared about fear. This is the mark of the beast. Nigga, that's, how we know that shit I mean, the mark I of mean, the beast? I people, mean, people might say you could check the... Um the labeling of the, the, the NyQuil and let's see what's in it. Yeah, but bro, it's a but lot you of shit. Check, you could check the labeling of the vaccine and check it, but you don't know what none of that is no. in either of them. So I get what you're saying. It's just my thing is, bro, they just got us fearful, bro. They just mm -hmm. steady, steady throwing fear at us, bro. That's why I said this is this is the time for people who actually believe in God and let, let God work through you. Yeah, man. Because if you just believe in God and you're not letting him work through you, they just gonna have a way with you, but the whole yeah. time you just gonna be fearless. Yeah. But they still gonna have their way with you. Yeah. But if you if you believe in God and you got God as your backbone, you're not gonna be scared, but you gotta let him move through you. That's why this is the time for truth. You know what I'm saying? Like like you just said, you know what I'm saying? They just trying to push fear through people, you know? That's like, all they doing, bro. Even I don't know, coronavirus definitely is real. I know people that die from it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't know nobody that just died from straight coronavirus. Everybody that died from it has something with mm -hmm. it though. Yeah. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? It's just, it, it's a hard subject to talk about because mm. a lot of people, you know, really die from it. Exactly. But that's the thing with black people. Mm. We don't want to talk about the hard ass shit. Mm. We just want to keep throwing it under the rug. Yes, bro, we got to get our fucking health together. Mm. Some of that shit is my fault. Damn. Damn, bro, I'm, eat, I'm eating all this bad shit. You know what I'm saying? All this bad stuff. Yeah, I got to change myself. I got to change my diet. That's the thing mm. with us, you know, with us black folks. We have to... Uh, we just got to talk about the hard stuff. You know, we don't like it. We just got to talk about it and figure out the solution. Mm. You know. I think I think that's the key is exactly what you just said, man. You got to focus on health, man. Nobody focusing on health because that's the hard part. It's easy to take a pill. Everything about easy fixes now. Like, man, just let me take a pill. Let me take this. Let Damn. me take that. Let me, so it's easy to go to McDonald's when you're hungry. But exactly. But the hard thing is to do it fast. You know what I'm saying? The hard thing is to, you know what I'm saying, Eat to spend an extra dollar on the right thing. And I started to train my mind Damn. in doing it because I was spending money on stupid stuff for a minute. Yeah, I ain't going to lie. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm still working. If you spend $220 on a pair of, you know what I'm saying, Jordans or phone posits, but you won't spend an extra five to get 
the right type of milk or the right type of you know what mm. I'm saying juice or to get stuff that's organic and you know what mm. I'm saying it's only maybe ten fifteen dollars extra on your bill it's like man I'm worth that that's how I feel once you feel you understand you worth that and this is like the only you only get one body man I could buy a million shoes I only yeah, got okay. one body I gotta maintain this because once you mess it up it's hard to get it back and sometimes you yeah. can't get it back and I ain't messing this up that's how I yeah. feel man I'm like man this is I ain't gonna get this I didn't have that mindset though. I'm just not getting that mindset. Like mm. I said, I was just, man, I just lost about 45 pounds, 40, 45 pounds. I was like two, 250. Mm. And, um, I've seen it. I ain't going to want That's, that's why some, sometimes some people talk and, um, we need to talk about health. Mm. You know, I don't know if you ever heard this saying, I don't know. I, you know, you ever heard like, no matter how much you work out, how much good you eat, you gonna get sick. You ever heard that? No. So I heard a saying like that, like growing up. And I was like, I ain't gonna lie, that stuff. I heard me. doing anything in excess is bad. Like, you know, eating too much fruit, eat, drinking too much water, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I, I've heard that before. Like, even too much good, it'll get bad at a certain point. I didn't yeah. hear that, but I've never, I never heard that. But I, I definitely heard, like, you know, no matter how good you take out your body, take care of your body, or how good you eat, you all, you're gonna get sick. Mm. And I ain't gonna lie. So the the way when I heard that when I was younger, shit, I didn't care what I ate. Mm. I didn't care something what, that small. I didn't care what yeah. I I didn't care about working out. I mean, I did, I liked it, but I didn't understand it. I didn't mm. understand why I had to work out. But you know, as, as time gone go, went on, I started reading and understanding why I had to work out and why you got to take care of your body. Mm. My mindset shifted. You know, sometimes we just get being comfortable, bro. You know, I heard I heard people say I was meant to be fat. Mm. I'm, I just can't can't lose weight. I'm just meant to be fat. I heard that before, and they'd be like, for a while, I'd be like, that's probably true. But then I'd be like, I don't know. But then I, don't, you know, who knows? Cause who knows? But I heard that one before too. Mm. <laughs> it's funny that that made me think about something that I wanted to uh, talk about on the first episode. Um, I saw something with Lizzo, and she had posted something on her Instagram, and it went viral and stuff. She had lost a couple pounds. Mm -hmm. She was like, man, I'm feeling sick. I was drinking. I was eating this. I was doing all type of stuff. Now I feel sick. Now I went on like a cleanse. And uh, I think she was doing like shakes or something. She went on a cleanse. She lost a whole bunch of weight or a little bit of weight. Enough for her to notice she had the before and after picture. And people was mad at her for that. It was like, man, you supposed to be our idol. You supposed to be. She was like, damn, I'm just trying to be the best me. That's what I'm saying. People be so attached with, you know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers hate to see you grow. Hate to see you grow. And 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 that's man, that's crazy. And I, I think that's something that a lot of people uh, need to understand. People hate to see you involved. Mm. Then when you involved, you just leave them. You like you you're growing. Mm. Like, they still down there. God damn! How the hell you get up there? That's what we got to push evolution, man. We 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 push we push being stagnant and we push, you know what I'm saying? Saluting where you at in life. I understand that. I ain't gonna judge you where you at in life. But let's not play and act like, you know what I'm saying? There's not a better version of you that you It can is. I ain't gonna in, ter in terms of health-wise, you know what I'm saying? Like she said, like, I feel better now. Yeah, I do. Like, I, I do feel better. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. Like she feel better now. She got more energy. She got this. She not saying I look better. I, you know what I'm saying? My self-esteem. She just like, I physically feel better. This is a physical thing. There's science and there's facts behind this bro, stuff. I ain't gonna lie, bro. Being overweight sometimes, bro, that shit. Your knees... <laughs> you hurting, bro. I'm trying to tell you, bro. Yeah. I've been through it. Just yeah. <sighs> breathing all hard mm. and stuff, man. All that, all that on your gut. Mm. You know, it's not really good. And 
I mean, she did what she had to do, but I'm I'm looking at inter- I'm tired of entertainment. Mm. Been entertainment for too long. Mm. That's the problem. Uh, so we I want to end off like we always oh, end yeah, off every question. episode with uh some questions from our supporters. I had some people send in some questions. It was uh, quite a few questions. So I don't know if we're gonna be able to get to all of them, but we'll. <laughs> it was we'll like start, that last week. <laughs> yeah, but we, we we'll get to we'll get to them as we progress. Um, I had a uh, a question. Uh, from the real juice, he asked, "How do you maintain focus in the midst of hard times?" And we asked that we 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 kind of built on this last week, but um, for me, it's just like you just gotta lock in. You yeah. know what I'm saying? How do you maintain focus in hard times? You just gotta focus. And, and we talked about this. He was like, "Man, focusing on the future that can be you know what I'm saying negative sometimes. You gotta yeah. stay in the present. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you gotta understand that your future is brighter than the present. You don't yeah. gotta focus on the future to to the, such an extent where you're not in the present. But just know that your future is brighter than now. How do you know that? Because you're putting in the work to have a brighter future. It, uh, take do uh small victories. Mm. So if you want to do a hundred sit ups and you don't you, and you keep stopping at 50. Okay, one week start at 25. Mm. Next week, 35. And just progress. Mm. So you got to take it step by step. Start small. We all have to. I'm learning that to this day. A lot of times I be at the restart because I be doing too much. Mm. I, don't take the, I don't take the small stuff for granted. I don't be happy. I got one yes today mm. out of 30 no's. Yes. Mm. Clap up. You know we don't we don't really look at that, mm. you know. So it's it's a it's a constant battle of yourself, man. Because a lot of people do want to be better. Mm. A lot of people do. It's just just like you said, support does help. You know, even with me, like me me, me being in a relationship, you know, just have to be more supportive. Mm. You know, and be more patient. And a lot of that shit come with it. Mm. I feel the same way, man. I be like. That that's how I always felt when I was building uh my platform. I was like, man, I, I was happy when I had five thousand followers. I was happy when I got the ten K. I was happy at the small, you know what I'm saying, small amount. See y'all see, and that's my problem was with acting. Mm. Well, actually I didn't even care how many people liked it or commented. Mm. I was just happy just to put it out. Mm. But I never I don't know if I was really really looking for the money when I was doing it. Mm. I always go back like, why am I doing this? I'm just doing it because I like doing it. So if somebody pick me up, somebody pick me up. I was like doing mm. it while I'm doing it. That's all. It was a hobby to me. Uh, so we had another question by um, I don't know how to say this guy's name. I think it's Tor Toron. Uh-huh. But uh, he says, uh, when going through depression, how do you get out of uh, a depressive mind state when you feel mentally drained? Um, Sleep. it's basically it's similar to the last question, but. I wanted to um, get to the question, and how I feel about that is, when when you feel mentally drained, you just have to understand. Like most times, you got too many things on your plate. Like you were saying earlier, like, you if you if you if you working like a whole bunch of jobs, you grinding. You know what I'm saying? Or you got a whole bunch of businesses. You got to understand when the business is starting to ruin you, and when when it's like you know becoming too much, and you got to understand what do you really need at this moment. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's what like, that like, what do you need to maintain your life at this moment? Like, true. do you really need to run all three of these businesses right now? And I'm not saying, because every, see, this is my thing, right? And I want to touch on this before we get off. Mm-hmm. Everybody always talking about entrepreneurial mindset. Hey, man, you got to have multiple. Uh, be real with yourself. If you're not Stop that following. type, you know what I'm saying? It, it, 
somebody will have somebody managing their businesses, but having you think they managing all three. Hey, everything is a facade. Stop following them niggas, man. Big stop fan. following them niggas, man. Mm. I had to learn that shit. Mm. When they finesse, I ain't gonna say they finessing, but nigga, bro, they had to start from somewhere, bro. Stop following them niggas, bro. It's called social media, mm. bro. For real, it's called Facebook, YouTube, IG. Mm. What the fuck is all about them? Mm. I, feel like, I feel like everything is a front out here, and Hell you gotta yeah. understand when you working, you working hard, you doing your best, but don't try to do something that somebody else can do. do somebody else. It looks like they doing because a lot of the stuff is a facade. Like I didn't told you, man. I didn't work in PR. I didn't work in public relations. I didn't, you know what I'm saying, wrote articles for artists and, and put out different print statements for artists. And I never listened to the artist's music at all. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of people don't even know I work, worked in PR. Mm. But I, I, you know what I'm saying? I used to write articles for artists that I didn't even like. You know what I'm saying? I never listened to their music, but I would just hype them up and we sent it out to some of the major publications. I ain't gonna even name no names. We sent them out to some of the major publications. And it's like, man, all this stuff is a facade, man. It's like TV, man. There ain't no fucking difference, man. So I'm saying don't try to ruin your life and get depressed because you're trying to live up to something that might not even be, be real. Like and you live up to other people. That's why I said, bro, just learn how to. I'm, I'm learn, I'm, I definitely learned this in, in the last couple months. But learn to just take a deep breath. Mm. Get some sleep. We don't sleep enough. Mm. That's a fact. We always see, see, entrepreneurs, they tell you this. I, I sacrifice sleep. I sacrifice sleep. Nigga, you need to sleep. Mm. You got to renew. You got to refresh. Them things that you're worrying about, they probably can go away while you sleep and rest your mind. Well, I did a video on this, and I do believe you should sacrifice sleep to an extent. To a extent, bro. You need but six hours. You, ju you just need to know You need to know what you can, what is over excessive. Because sometimes you sleep and, and it's over excessive. Like, I don't need that many hours. No, I need about Especially six. Especially when you eat one meal a day. Mm. You have a lot more. It's like, if you're really about this entrepreneurial life like people say they are, it's like, man, if you do certain things to your body, like eat one meal a day or fast, man, like five, six hours of sleep, man. You up, you energized, yeah. man, because your body is like, it's it's like you're you not even using a whole bunch of energy for your digestion. You feel energized at all times. You wake up early in the morning, you start. That's why I wake up so early in the morning because I be eating one meal a day. Yeah. and it, You know what I'm saying? And it helped me with my energy. But I'm just saying... As an entrepreneur, you gotta know how much sleep you need. But some six people, hours. You know what I'm saying? Some people don't. Some people don't need that much sleep, especially if you. You know what I'm saying? You 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 balancing your uh, routine. You got you got you know mm. scheduling different things. You go to sleep at a certain time. That's how real entrepreneurs get work done. Mm -hmm. It's not just about well, I'm gonna be out till one a.m. in the morning, then I'm gonna go to sleep. Hell no! Like man, you gotta balance. The, you a real boss. Like I heard, it, I seen a post that was saying you a real boss when you get up at five. Mm. He thought they thought the boss was going to sleep at. Being up to two or three o'clock in the morning, mm. you a real boss. You can get up at five, five thirty, mm. and get the day started. Mm. <laughs> you ahead. And it's funny because you was talking about something last week. It was powerful. You was like, when you make a lot of money, a lot of people are like, man, I just made a thousand dollars, but you don't understand. You got to put thirty percent of the profit, profit back, back into, into the investing business. in the business, business bro. Damn, man, that's crazy. That's what they don't tell and niggas, that's not, bro. And that's not fees and different things to maintain. That's <laughs> investing on growing it. You know what I'm God saying? Damn, bro. That's that's like, what saying, bro. They don't. I never think about. Bro, that. they don't. Man, they don't tell you all that stuff. Mm. They don't tell you all that. Mm. They don't tell you. They don't tell you how to be an entrepreneur, bro. Mm. Well, uh, that's a wrap for this week's episode of yeah. Breaking the Machine. Oh yeah. Um, 
As always, we appreciate all the support. And uh, if you have any questions that y'all want to ask us personally or just ask us in general, DM us on Instagram at BRTheMachine, and we'll get to your questions and we'll build on them. But uh, that's this week's episode. Tune in next week for another episode, and we out. Peace. You dig? Good show, baby. Good show.